You're tuning in to Missouri NEA Connects, a podcast to focus on all things Missouri education, from policy to practice, so that each of us can unite, inspire, and lead from where we are. We're happy you're here. So let's start with just an intro. What's your name? Where are you currently situated in the sphere of education? And how did you get to where you are? Sure. So my name is Jason Adams, and I'm currently the Assistant Superintendent for Learning in the Webster Grove School District, which is in St. Louis. Um, I'm also serving as the president of Missouri Learning Forward and have been affiliated with uh, Missouri Learning Forward and with the National Learning Forward organization for quite a few years. Wonderful. How did you get started in Learning Forward? Was it as a teacher? Was it as assistant superintendent? You've had assistant principals, principal roles. So how did you get to Learning Forward? Yeah, so my first Learning Forward conference was actually as a teacher. Um, I was in the Parkway School District and um, was invited to attend. Um, And it was a great opportunity um, and what tremendous opportunity to really learn and hear from different speakers, um, network with other folks. And so I kind of became a fan and got hooked and have continued to be involved um, with Learning Forward ever since then. And um, a few years ago, I was um, asked to be the chair of the St. Louis Learning Forward Conference. And so really an opportunity to step up in leadership. And from there, um, really got to work with the staff of Learning Forward forward and volunteers behind the scene. And it's really, truly just a very committed group of educators who are there to serve the professional learning needs of of teachers, of principals, of central office administrators with the whole idea that um, really professional learning is a change agent in terms of making our schools better and supporting our educators. Absolutely. And I'm, and of course, as educators, we're always focused on that learning moment. And I feel like there's all, there's something that gets lost when we become, when we become teachers, principals, whichever, whatever echelon you're in, you're like, you forget that learning moment for adults. And I think that's so vital in terms of what you said, change agent, um, because there's a lot of things we want to change for the better in education. We're doing a lot of things well, but I think there's a lot of things that could be changed for the better. And I think professional learning is definitely an avenue in which to do that. So I love to hear that Learning Forward has that in mentality as they're planning. So what, give us an overview of Learning Forward. Explain the difference between, I know there's a national chapter affiliate and then there's state affiliates. So can you give us the landscape of Learning Forward? Sure, sure. So National Learning Forward really is the professional learning organization. And so they are there to provide framework in terms of what is high quality professional learning. Um, They've published standards in terms of what are all the different characteristics, all the different components of offering high quality professional learning. And then there are various affiliates, which the Missouri Learning Forward affiliate is an example of which um, across the United States, there are also several in other countries as well, um, who do local um, work related to professional learning, local work in terms of offering professional learning, but also advocacy for professional learning. Mm -hmm. So the Missouri Learning Forward affiliate um, does work closely with the National Learning Forward, but we also are here to uh, listen to the needs, um, the interests of our local area, and make sure that we are supporting um, Missouri's professional learning needs as well. I 
think that's so important because there's a lot of people that will say, can you do this training for in my role as teaching and learning director? Can you do this training for this affiliate that we have? I'm like, sure. What, what do they, but what, what is that what they need? How is it that you know that they need that? So I love to hear that there's a structure for learning forward that you have the overarching framework, the standards, but each state really does have its own distinct needs because you have your own distinct student population and the students that we're serving, those te- our, our teachers need something different for each state. So it's not just something that's um, like my math teacher would always say with a equation, it's not a plug and chug. Like you can't just, <laughs> you can't exactly. just get it an equation and say, oh, it's going to work for everyone. It's not that simple. Exactly. And we would, we, we expect that for our students and we should also mm-hmm. expect that for our educators. Yes. You know, their professional learning should be tailored. It should be individualized. It should include interest from the educators. It should be relevant to the work that they're doing. And so all of that really is included within the standards and the framework that Learning Forward provides. And so part of our work is just making sure that those tools are in the hands of folks who are planning professional learning who are facilitating it mm-hmm. and um, therefore can really increase the the positive experience that our educators are having. Yes, 100%. Now you've chatted about standards. Give an overview of these standards. Why are they advantageous for school districts, for schools, for PDCs to look at when designing their professional development, professional learning opportunities for their faculty and staff? Yeah, so All of the standards are truly, to go and create your own set of standards or to think that that you could go outside of of the Learning Forward standards and come up with a framework um, would just be, in my my mind, silly. As as a leader of professional learning in my organization um, and in several instances across the state, I'm constantly bringing myself back to the standards because they include everything that someone should be thinking about. Um, The way the standards are structured, they're are three main characteristics, which Mm -hmm. the first is rigorous content for each learner. So what students are learning, what teachers are teaching. Then there's the transformational process. So Mm -hmm. how does professional learning impact change? And then there are conditions for success. So the environment, Mm -hmm. the resources that we have access to, leadership within your organization to support that work, collaborative inquiry, all of those pieces, which are crucial in terms of creating an environment where the learning that you're participating in can actually begin to make positive change for kids. And so within each of those three characteristics, it breaks it down in terms of what are the key standards and the key areas that really do need to be considered. So what is the best way to design professional learning? What are um, the best way to determine whether or not professional learning has been successful? Is there evidence to prove that it's been successful? What is the role of professional learning and implementation? So again, just a few examples of how um, you can structure a truly high quality professional learning plan. It's not just about a two hour training. It's about what leads up to that two-hour training, what follows that two-hour training, what happens during that training, what resources do folks need, what's the vision around how that fits into the work of the organization. Mm. So many pieces to think about rather than just what happens during that two hours and 
and what candy you're going to give the participants and whether or not you've got name tags, all of that's important. But if we're taking time and we're dedicating resources to this work and we're we know educators don't have extra time. And so if we're taking them from their classrooms or if we're taking them from their summer or their evenings or their weekends in some cases, we want to make sure that it's relevant and that it's high quality so that it can ultimately impact the work of kids. Absolutely. As a former teacher, very former teacher, I was just in the classroom two years ago. I really appreciate that. <laughs> the, the fact that you're not thinking of just like, oh, we just need this training. I see that in some rules and regulations that come from statute. Oh, we need this training. Like you can't just snap your fingers and it just happens. Like you, and you also can't just sign a bill and have it go into effect August 28th and expect it to happen (laughs) that school year, because it's not something that is going to be an immediate implementation. Because if you want it done well, if you, because that was hopefully the intent so that it's done well, you can't just do that. Oh, and have the training in September after it's been signed and into effect on August 28th. Yeah, there, there are always those compliance pieces that, that have to be done. But when we th- think about high-quality professional learning, it's not a have-to. It, it's a want-to, and it's a need-to in terms of growing our profession. And as we think about um, recruiting new educators, as we think about retaining current educators, professional learning and investing in them is crucial um, in terms of the overall education sphere, as you mentioned earlier. It's Mm -hmm. just going to be um, continued. The importance of continuing to invest in professional learning, I feel, is going to be crucial moving forward. And I am right there with you in terms of that. Now, we've talked about standards. What in Missouri, Learning Forward Missouri, really looks at those standards and everything you do and how you structure the professional learning opportunities that you are creating for the state of Missouri. Give us a little bit of an understanding of what specifically the affiliate does on a state level in order to field like what, what do educators need in the state of Missouri? How does that differentiate from the plug and chug model that we were kind of discussing earlier and how do does Missouri or learning forward Missouri harness the power of the board to help set that direction? Yeah. So Missouri learning forward, um, as you mentioned, consists of a board and of regional representatives from across the state. There are about 15 of us um, who serve uh, from Kansas City, St. Louis, but then also across the state in terms of Northwest Missouri, um, Southeast Missouri, et cetera. And we know that the needs across the state of Missouri, across districts, across classrooms are different depending on the work of the district, depending on the work of the classroom, et cetera. And so really our role as a board is to tap into what are those things that are happening locally and how can we find opportunities and create opportunities to further professional learning to impact and influence the work that's happening in our school districts. That's the first piece. Mm -hmm. Um, The second piece really is partnering with other organizations that do have a powerful impact on the work of educators, such as Mm M&EA, such as DESE, the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, um, working with other organizations in terms of the initiatives, um, not working against other organizations, but how can we complement each other? Because we're all in this to support the needs of kids, to support the needs of educators. And so I would say there's also a degree of advocacy 
on the part of the Missouri Learning Forward Board in terms of advocating for professional learning. Um, that's why we host an annual conference, which hopefully um, our goal is always to model best practices and to bring relevant information to those who are planning and implementing professional learning so that they can take that information back to their districts and they can then implement that learning um, and share that learning with others. So that's really the, the primary focus of Missouri Learning Forward and the work of our board. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate as, again, I was a teacher. Now I'm in this role. It's a kind of different vantage point. And I have found that, and I've heard this because on some DESE committee that I was on, they had the Wallace Foundation come in and they, we were talking about the different organizations that are that are positioned in education and how we all um, need to be supporting each other and collaborating in terms of how we move forward as public education entity in the state. And I'm just like sitting there, it was a Zoom webinar, so no one could see or hear me, but I'm just sitting there like snapping and giving like, hi, like <laughs> I'm like, yes, why is it that there is, there is so much animosity between organizations, not always, but just the perception that there is when I can go to anyone and I'm like, this is really cool what this organization and this person does. And I really want to be able to partner with them in a way that helps our students and educators in the state of Missouri. So I really appreciate that learning forward has that mentality, especially in terms of professional learning and your advocacy for professional learning is I, again, always giving you the snaps. So tell us about this annual conference that is a space for that learning to, um, to spread and to benefit all Missouri educators. Sure. So our conference um, is held annually in March, and it, it has rotated around different locations. Sometimes it's in Lake of the Ozarks. Sometimes it's in Springfield. Um, it's been in other locations um, across the state. This year, we are excited that we are going back to the Lake of the Ozarks, and we will be at uh, Tantara or Margaritaville, as it's um, now known. And we're really excited um, about our theme. We're excited about some speakers that we have lined up. We're just really, really looking forward to this opportunity. Our theme this year is working together for tomorrow, which is perfect to what we were just talking about in terms of collaboration, networking. Um, and we also have a sub theme, which is motion into action. And so it's really important. We, we know um, there's a ton of research out there. There's a ton of evidence out there. We know what works in many instances. We know what doesn't work. And so it's really important for us as educators, um, as teachers, as administrators making decisions, um, working with our staff to make those decisions. It's really important that we're using that research and that, that evidence to then inform decision making and inform practice. And so, um, again, our, our goal with our theme this year is to really drive that importance of we're a big state. We have vastly different needs across the state. But if we come together with the idea of wanting to serve all of our students, wanting to support all of our staff in the work of serving all of our students, then we truly can achieve great things. <laughs> Love it. Just like speaking to my collaboration, <laughs> my collaborative heart. Now, how can educators get involved in this year's conference? 
Sure. So there are really um, three three things that educators can do. The first, um, which may be the clearest of all, is you can register to attend the conference. And so um, that opportunity is currently available for you. And um, you can go to our website, which is learningforwardmo.org. And on that website, you will find all kinds of information about how to register for the conference. You'll have information about our keynote speakers and also um, our various workshops that will be offered at the, the conference as well. Um, the dates for the conference are March 11th through the 12th, and we are also offering pre- and post-conference opportunities. And again, all of that information can be found on learningforwardmo.org. There are two other ways that you can get involved. Um, the second is through our awards process. And so I know sometimes we hear awards and we think education, we're not in this for an award, we're not in this for accolades and all of that. Really the awards are about recognition and about mm -hmm. showing and honoring best practices that are happening. Uh, Often education is a thankless job. And so I think it's important for us to pat ourselves on the back every, every once in a while and to pat our educators on the back um, for the hard work and the smart work that they're doing with students. And so we have an awards process. We have several different award categories. Those categories can be found on our website as well. Um, those um, applications are due in January and you can find all of that information um, listed on our website. And then really the third opportunity is we know there are so many best practices, quality practices that are happening across the state. And so we are constantly looking for presenters mm -hmm. to share at either this year's conference or you could attend this year. And then with the idea of maybe next year, you and a team from your local district may be interested in sharing some of your practices and some of the work that you're doing. And so again, three opportunities. The first, register for the conference. I'm expecting to see all of you there. The second is um, apply or nominate someone for an award. And then the third is to um, consider being a presenter and, and sharing your work with others across the state. Absolutely. I am someone who, I have a national conference and they're like, oh, you should put, you should present for that. You should put that, that thing that you did that one, the other month, you should put that in as an award. And I, and we are, like you said, educators, we have a hard time and it's not even just patting ourselves on the back, but I think it's more needing to shift to, I want to showcase what my affiliate is doing and I will be there by proxy and so it, you, may, you may feel like, oh, I don't want to submit something for myself, but no, it's like for the entire affiliate or your entire staff, or, you know, you're an instructional coach and you know, you have educators doing incredible things in their class with this project-based learning, competency-based learning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you want them to be recognized for the awesome work that they're doing. I think that is such a different mind shift that we need to think about, especially in terms of awards and presenting. Um, presenting doesn't mean you're the expert in that thing. It just means this is what we're doing. This is what we've learned. And this is, we would love to hear your thoughts. I think 100%, 100%. We always, for, we just forget as teachers and educators and at all levels. So I think Definitely. I want to see all the awesome things because I will be there. I want to see all the awesome <laughs> things that are happening in the state of Missouri. So please, just selfishly, even for just all of us, we want to see what's happening. Is there anything else that you would like to say about Learning Forward, the conference, 
um, that I did not ask. No, no, I, I'm just thankful for this opportunity and really do um, look forward to the learning that's going to happen and excited. You know, our goal um, this year is to really um, try to network with as many districts and as many educators as we can at this year's conference. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're looking forward to learning from um, as many folks as we can. And so we need you to register. We need you to send in the award nominations and we need you to present. And so if anyone um, has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach out to any of the other board members or your regional rep who are all listed on um, Missouri Learning Forward's website that I mentioned earlier. And um, just feel free to reach out to us and ask your questions and we'll be happy to respond and, and support you in any way we can. For sure. Yes, please reach out to us. We really want to hear from everyone. And we are an entity that loves learning. And I think all educators on some level love learning. So why not get together at Tantara? I will never call it Margaritaville. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get together and center learning to make everything better in the state of Missouri for Missouri education. Would you? Okay, so this is my always, I always ask this of my students. They hated it, but also slash loved it. I called it a micro summary. After a chapter we read, after an article we read, after a documentary we had seen, I was an English teacher. I always asked them to give me their hashtag for whatever whatever thing we were doing. It was my hashtag micro summary. So if you could give Learning Forward, state affiliate Missouri, a hashtag, what would it be? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I would have to say hashtag learning is key. Oh, yes. I, ha- I was hoping it would have something to do with learning. It just, it, it has to be. Learning yes. is key. And for kids, for staff, for mm-hmm. families, it, we just have to constantly keep learning. For human beings. Like, how do we get through the day? <laughs> we learn. Exactly. <laughs> we learn. And we, even though we don't think we are, we are. Okay. So if you could give the spring conference, annual conference, a hashtag this year, what would it be? Or what is it? Mm. I would have to probably go with our sub theme, which is hashtag motion into action. I love motion into action. Motion into action. <laughs> well, I will put all of these hashtags in the description along with the links to the diff- various web pages and the actual the whole website in its entirety. But I know some people like to go to the direct page. So I will make sure that all of those things are there. And I really look forward to working with Learning Forward more and getting ready for the state conf- the annual state conference. Awesome. <laughs>